Ask and you shall receive. Everybody wanted to, to, to see some of the secrets behind what made Tom Hutton so special at Oklahoma State University. Well, I think we might have somebody that can help bridge that gap for us. Right around the corner. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I'm going to be the host today as we take this fun little ride. Yes, I want to appreciate all of you stopping by to making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State, available on every single podcasting platform as well as YouTube. Today, we have a special guest. When I was talking recently about the recruiting class, yes, you hear some people give their negative bull crap, which is fine. Whatever. People can be negative Nancy's all they want to. But what I talked about was filling specific needs. And when you fill a specific need, traditionally speaking, if everything around that goes well, you're going to be fine. So talking about filling a specific need, we needed somebody to, to come in and help battle a little bit with Logan Ward. The loss of Tom Hutton was something that we noticed uh, after he got injured. So Everybody in Cowboy Nation, please help me welcome in our new punter from down under, Hudson Clark. How are you doing, brother man? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Not a problem, brother. So I like, I see you rocking the O-State gear. That's good. They got they got you swagged out already. I, I dig it. Yeah, no, I came over for a visit. And um, funny story, actually, we when we landed in Oklahoma, uh, they lost our baggage. So we didn't have any clothes for the first day and a half of the three-day visit. So um, we had to go down to the to the post store and 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 stock up on some fresh clothes. So um, that's how we ended up with all this, bro. I say it works out well. Hopefully, next time I fly uh, to Stillwater, I lose all my stuff and I get hooked <laughs> up like that. That 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 would be a nice thing to have. So yeah, you but- know, granted, yes, you coming in is going to help fill a need very, very, very well. Not that Logan Ward is, is having, you know, difficulties, but the Australian side of things, it is a little bit different, right? Because you guys, after you go through your high school uh, area of time, then it's more like you become a professional, if that makes any sense, right? Because you are going through pro kick, pro kick to perfect kicking the ball on a daily basis, hours a day, every day, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So yeah, how – no, you're fine. How how common is it that when people get done playing uh, their high school career in Australia, how many people want to uh, end up playing football in America, or is it still uh, something that's a fairly small percentage? <laughs> Uh, it's still something that's growing over here. Like uh, American football is definitely becoming more and more popular, but it's not huge. So we have Aussie rules football um, and that is huge. Like we get 100,000 to the game. Like everything in Melbourne, especially in Victoria, is based around AFL. Um, so that's huge. But as I we don't really go through a high school system of playing uh, football with your school. It's not affiliated. So you just play like local for your local town, if that makes sense, or your local area. 
So <clears throat> usually once you've finished your junior career, you just go on and play um, domestic level as a senior if you're not playing at the higher level. So we have AFL and VFL, okay. um, which are the two t- top tier sort of professional competitions. And then the rest is just you go play for your local level, basically just with your mates. Um, so it's not it's not extremely common to make the switch to punting, but at the same time, obviously punting's a very um, um, a very difficult sort of jo- job if you like making that transition from kicking the ball that we kick all the time to to the American football. So um, you know, well, if it was easy, everyone would do it. But right. it's, yeah, it's one of those things that it it is growing, but it's it's still it's still that. Pretty difficult transition to make. So, what about you specifically? What made you decide I would like to I would like to go play American football and give this thing a shot? Well, it was always it was always on the back of my mind. Um, people had always sort of said because I've had a relatively big kick on me. Um, people have always said, "Oh, you should go, you know, try and go to college and play f- football as a punter." And I like I, I'd always sort of thought maybe one day but never really given it much research or anything on how to go about it and then one of my friends who I played Aussie rules football as a junior with um, got a scholarship to Boise State okay um, so he had made the transition and I saw that and then one thing led to another it made me a bit more interested and then I sort of made uh, got in contact with pro kick and came down to tryouts and all that sort of thing. And then, yeah, one thing led to another, and 12 months later, here we are. Okay. So whenever you look at American football, right, um, is there anything about it that you look at and just doesn't think that makes a lot of sense? <laughs> uh, I'm still I'm still learning the game a lot, um, and every time I watch more college football, you sort of you learn a bit more. But even, even the whole um, – the conferences and all that sort of stuff is is a, a fair bit to wrap your head around because there's so many teams in Australia. Our our, um, our competition, <clears throat> pardon me, our competition only has 18 teams, so you're all in the one conference, and it's like, oh, and wow. it's very straightforward. Like it, there's no like interconference playing or play, playoffs or anything like that. It's pretty much you all you all play each other throughout the season, and then the top eight make finals. Like that's it's pretty simple so that side of things has been um a bit to sort of get my head around with the conferences and the divisions and um you know like power five group five all that sort of stuff but i'm learning but but i've you know i came in pretty raw like i i hadn't really i didn't really know much about football at all like i my um pro kick coach at my first training said oh how much do you know about the game? Like, do you watch the game much? And I was like, oh, I've seen Tom Brady highlights on YouTube. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> so I was I was pretty fresh, but uh, we're getting there. Okay. Now, can can being fresh, uh, as, as it may, can that sometimes maybe be a benefit because you don't have anything negatively working to, to, to fix? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was a bit of a benefit to me uh, coming from – so I don't know if you know uh, Tom Hornsey. He was a, a punter at Memphis. He's a Ray Guy Award winner. He's coached me um, along with the other coaches at Pro Kick, and we basically broke down my kicking right from 
right from the start and sort of started from scratch. So I think that that sort of worked in a benefit that you couldn't get, um, you know, you, you didn't have all these other external factors or habits that you sort of had to break other right. than the ones I had from footy. Um, but being able to go back to the start from scratch and just know that the, the, <clears throat> the basic fundamentals from kicking in Aussie rules football were there, but I could, uh, I could pretty much only, you know, be taught from the best how to, how to punt right. to get the best results from the start, which was, which was a huge benefit. Now, uh, did you know anything about uh, Ray Guy previously? Uh, to be completely honest with you, I had never even heard of it. I, I um, obviously, uh, he's a pretty uh, big figure that we talk about a lot in Pro Kick um, because obviously he's the, um, the, th- the he's, he's the, the one to set the bar. The yeah, pain. yeah, yeah. So. Um, I've obviously learned a lot about him now and um, huge, huge respect. And um, I know that uh, the Chappie and um, John Smith, the leaders of Pro Kick, they they had a good relationship with him. So, um, yeah, he gets talked about quite a lot. That's awesome. That's that's actually really, really, really cool. So for for, uh, those out there in cowboy country uh, who don't know, uh, this is where Mason Cox has become uh, more famous. Now, I do have to, I do have to ask, as you guys being Australian football fans, did y'all yeah. know that the big, big white guy from America was from Oklahoma State University, or you just he was the the, the big, yeah. big white guy from America? Yeah, no. I, obviously, I think it depends on what scale of fan you are. Um, okay. But the like the genuine fans of football would know that. Um, because it is talked about quite a bit. And Mason and Cox actually has a podcast here. Oh, really? Um, yeah, which is – it's called The Mason Cox Show. And he's awesome. talked about his, his whole experience going through college and and how, you know, how fun it was and how, how he would love after his career to implement a lot of things that, you know, come along with the culture of sport over the, over in America into Australia. Um but yeah, he's he's sort of oh, I don't like he's a he's a controversial um, player in a sense because it's just there's never been anyone like him. He's the okay. he's the tallest player to ever play the game, um, and he sort of just he's come over and um, uh, there was there was one game that he absolutely dominated. It was a, a prelim final, so what we call a prelim final. It's the one to play to get into the the grand okay. final which is okay. which is your super bowl um and there was it was the two biggest clubs in the afl were playing against each other so there was like the whole country was sort of eyes on it and mace and uh the team that mason was playing against was heavy favorites and then he just came out and tore them to shreds and basically won the game That's off awesome. his own boot and yeah, everyone's sort of known his story ever since. That's that's really cool, man. That is really really cool. Yeah, I remember when that whole thing was kind of uh, going down, and, and he was making that that transition uh, to yeah. go. I, I remember all of us in Oklahoma were like, "You're going to go play from, from playing basketball to Australian football." I, it, yeah. I we thought we thought it was kind of wild too, man. <laughs> it had, but, it is strange. Yeah, he's actually a citizen here now too, so he's um, he's loving it. That is really really cool. 
So um, we've got we've got a lot a lot more uh, to to get into. Uh, but, but real quick, brother man, I do have to let the fine people out there know about uh, our sponsor for the day. Which again, you know, the, the sponsor lineup it, it makes life so much fun. But today we got to bet talk about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting, news, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season, basketball, World Cup, doesn't matter. Got you covered. If you like sports podcasts, we've got you covered there as well. We're always the fastest and the easiest way for you to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online. It is where the game starts. Okay. All right. So how many conversations had had you had with Tom Hutton over the last uh, year, I guess, while you were at ProKick? Uh, until – so Tom actually uh, knew I was going to get an offer a long time before I did. Um, so he was, he was itching to message me, um, but – he wasn't allowed to yet because I hadn't been told. So he said it was very frustrating <laughs> for him because he just wanted to sort of reach out and and uh, congratulate me and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, as soon as as soon as I got the offer, I reckon I got a message from Tom oh, less than ten minutes later, and um, I've spoken to him a lot ever since. I, I'm probably uh, probably annoying him because I've I've got a hundred questions all the time. But um, yeah, he's been he's been so so good to sort of. Uh, make me feel more comfortable and and just give me a bit of an idea of what it's going to be like. And um, <clears throat> luckily enough, he's going to be there until May. So uh, he's okay. sort of going to be able to take me under his wing, if you like, and just sort of uh, be there for me to lean on um, if need be. But, yeah, he's he's been great. And Kelsey, his wife, has been yeah really good as well. So, no, I'm very, very lucky. But he's, yeah, he's obviously made a big good name for himself. So... Yeah, he's someone that I that I want to be a bit of a sponge around, just learn as much as I can. So whenever it comes to the pro kick side of things, is it that universities reach out to pro kick and say, "Hey, we're looking for a spot. Do you have anybody?" Or they or do they target you specifically first and then call pro kick? How does that work? Uh, so from my understanding, the college comes to pro kick and they say, "This is what we're looking for. Do you have anyone to fit okay. the bill?" And um, pro kick would be like, yeah, this 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 person's the best suited to to your needs. Obviously, um, Tom was well proven to be success, so he um, so they've come back for another left footer. So um, that's uh, that's worked out well for me. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. And we did talk about it a little bit on the space uh, last night, but I, I wanted to ask uh, again. So the when did you start using an American football? Do they do are they do all of that at Pro Kick or is it like an evolutionary process to go from the Aussie rules football to the American football or is it pretty pretty easy to grasp? Yeah, no, it's uh it's definitely a lot more intricate than than you would think. I uh I started using American football when I went to tryouts um oh, wow. for Pro Kick. So they they just sort of throw you in the deep end if you like. But a lot of people who would have been at tryouts had probably kicked one before. Like I'd never even held an American football before in my life. Um, so 
it did take a little while, but you sort of just get used to it and you slowly um, make the transition. The the American football has a lot smaller sweet spot, um, and it's a bit it's a bit smaller and a lot more pointy right. than our, than the Aussie rules ball. So there there is a bit of a um, a bit of an adjustment that you do have to make, um, and a le- little bit less margin for error kicking the American football. But yeah, it we basically. You know, you're going to have to learn to kick the American football. So right from the start, that's all you kick with in the process. Yeah. So with with the Aussie rules football, you're kicking it and you're kind of trying to make it spin back towards you. Is that accurate? Yeah. So you you kick it. Um, I think you guys call them end over end kicks, right? So and so they just spin backwards as they move towards the target. We do have spirals in Aussie rules, but it's not used very often because our kicks are being like you're hitting like a, a line drive pass to someone. Um, so it, a spiral doesn't always work because it's a little bit harder to hit a target with. That's wild, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I dig. Well, you there's there's an athleticism uh, involved here as well, right? Because not that I'm not saying that, uh, you know, the American punters aren't viewed as, as non-athletes because typically a lot of them have to play a multitude of positions. But going from Australian rules football, um, I would imagine that, you know, getting mixed up in the in the bunch every now and again is not necessarily a bad thing in your eyes. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's a, tackling and um, the physicality part is a massive, a massive part of Australian rules football. We don't have pads and helmets and stuff, but there's a lot more rules – in what you can and can't do, like you can't hit above the shoulder, you can't hit below the knees and all that sort of stuff. Right. So um, it's different sort of uh, tackling, I guess. Um, but, yeah, you know, the athleticism that's required to play Aussie rules football is is pretty tough. I think you can run anywhere between 12 and 15 Ks a game. Uh, oh, kilometres. Well, I don't know what that is in miles. but um, Don't either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, re- repeat efforts, sprints and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's AFL is a very physical game. So, yeah, um, it's not something that the Aussie punters are foreign to, if you like. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't recall ever, um, ever, and I, I'm, I'm 99.9% sure I never saw Tom Hutton run a fake punt. Is that is that some athleticism that we may we may be getting here with some, with some Hudson action? I would love to. All I would right. love to. That, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's 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 sort of one of those things that you know, if one day I do get an opportunity to to do that, I'll 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 take it on with um, with as much effort as I can because it yeah, it it's just adding another string to your bow, I guess. Yeah. Um, just you know, being able to keep the opposition guessing, I guess. How much, how much uh, Pat McAfee have you watched? Uh, a bit. <clears throat> He's sort of someone that you know, like I, I just tried to consume as much, yeah, uh, as as much content as I can to just learn about the game. And you know, even just listening to to your podcast, sometimes it's you just learn a lot of. Um, a lot of different the language that you guys use and all that sort of stuff which is which has been huge so pat mcafee is another one who um who's 
been, you know, I've, I've tried to listen to as much as I can um, and just sort of learn about the craft. And um, but he's a pretty straight, straight shooter. So he's, he's a pretty funny podcast as well. Have you seen his uh, highlight videos of him knocking dudes, knocking people around? Yeah, I have seen, and um, just some of his sort of trick plays and stuff. He, yeah, he was, he was definitely, um, definitely a, uh, a a wild package. He's he's yeah he he brought swagger to the punting position. I I feel like that's fair because yeah. even in college, you know, he would do the the golf swing the thing golf. when he'd hit one yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, man, he was he was fun to watch. And then the NFL, it, it is crazy though that. For all the punting he did, he's more famous for blowing up return men running down the field, knocking them out in the yeah. sidelines. Like he's yeah. talked about the one he did with Trenton Holiday all the time. But yeah, you he loves that stuff, man. And and, yeah. and and it was so fun to watch a punter that wanted to mix it up like everybody else, and, and yeah. he loved it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely you know looking forward to. Hopefully, I'm not in a position where the returner makes it back to me. But if he does, if he does, then um, then I'm going to give him the best crack. <laughs> I love it. So, what are you most excited for, other than outside of football? Just coming to Oklahoma in general. What is the thing that maybe you wanted to do on your trip that you didn't get to? Whether it be hunting, fishing, horse riding, whatever. Oh, that that's a tough one. Um, Obviously, there's a whole sort of like getting used to the lifestyle over there as a whole will be um, something that I'm really looking forward to. We've got we were there for I think we're on campus for two days, and oh, wow. just the, the everyone was so nice and and it was just such a such a nice vibe around around the place. And it was actually it was homecoming weekend, so I was very lucky. Oh, that's cool to be there, to be there that weekend. <clears throat> um, so. Yeah, there's a few there's a few things around um, that I'd love to sort of. I want to you know get into trying the food over there is a little bit different, so um, that's something that I'm looking forward to uh, and try and um, yeah try and just experience everything to the fullest um, before the season starts really, because then I'm sure I won't really have time to do much during the season. Yeah. No, that that is very true. How much did you know about Mike Gundy? Uh, after you kind of got to, to to hearing about Oklahoma State, yeah, well, it's funny. I um obviously when I was doing my research after you know receiving the offer and stuff, obviously the first thing that comes up is that rant ah. uh, that we went on about the newspaper or whatever it was, and uh, so that was my first impressions of him. And I was like, like, yeah, this guy doesn't muck around. Like, he's yeah. he's the he's the real deal. And you know, ever, ever since then, yeah. You know he's he's been able to build a a reputation for um, you know with with the resume that he's got that backs up you know what a what a good coach he's been and what a you know you don't stay in the job for this long if you not if you don't you know succeed so right. um, he's definitely someone that um, you know earns the respect of everyone in the room and. Um, and you could just tell that just being over there, the the amount of respect everyone's got for him, and um, it's obviously well deserved. So if I can um, if I can just learn as much from him as I can while I'm over there as well, then yeah. that'll hold me in good stead. 
you know, the, the ironic part of it is the, the gentleman that, that the I'm 40, I'm a man speech, yeah. uh, the, the quarterback that he was sticking up for, um, that's uh, Bobby Reed, who is our highest rated quarterback ever for, you know, ever. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, uh, we just talked a little bit potentially about having him on the show uh, coming up pretty soon. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, that'll be a fun little connection. You know, I'm, I'm sure oh. that I'm the man that I'm 40 thing gets a, uh, you know, something that, that it's talked about, right? 24-7. And it still is. And you are right. The consistent amount of success that Oklahoma State has had is it, it's it's pretty rare. That's why there's there's only 10 of the top 10, right? And Oklahoma State's in that over the last decade in wins. How have you kind of viewed the the championship thing, right? Because we've played so well we've won so many games have you heard about knock we we just got to knock the door down and win the daggone thing yeah no it's it's interesting you you, you've had such uh prolonged success over over a long period of time um but haven't quite haven't quite got there um but you know there's so much um it's a lot more celebrated to be, have a good season, even if you don't quite make it in in the in the states, in um, in Australia with Aussie rules. Just just as a comparison to what I'm used to, right. if you don't hold the cup up at the end, like if you're not the champions at the end, it's a fail. Like you, you know, like you've had if you're the one who loses in the grand final. Yeah. You know, people might talk about you that season of having a good season, but no one looks back on it and thinks, you know, that was a good season. It's 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 a fail if you don't win the cup. So um, it's, it's something that I'm looking forward to um, getting into that culture. And, and I think just from looking at the recruiting that we've done this season, uh, I think we're building something and, and heading in the right direction of um, – from what I can gather with the knowledge that I have, it looks like we're, we're going to be a really tough team to play against. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I'm looking forward to what we can do over the next couple of, couple of seasons. And, and hopefully we can, we can finally uh, get to the top of the hill. Well, you know, I, I, I think, I think you're spot on, um, which is the, the, the show that I'm preparing for right now is to go over all of the recruits, every single one of them. Right. And, you know, some people want to give us a hard time for it being not not in the top five or whatever. But just like with you, when you're feeling specific needs, it's it's not you don't need to have a mass overhaul of the roster, right? When you only lose a few starters and you played so many freshmen, and then you have this level of class, not not just the the recruiting class, but the transfer class as well. It's just the needs that we're filling. I do I do firmly believe that we will. We'll surprise some people pretty soon. Yes, the expectation is to play for a conference Big 12 uh, championship. That is the expectation. We, we, we need to be there. Um, but I definitely think that you are right. With the holes that we're filling and the needs that, that we're meeting, I do see us, again, knocking on that door uh, within the next year or two. And if you're there for four years and you play for three of them, odds are you're probably going to win one. Right. And I think with the talent we have coming in, we should. We easily should. Yeah. Now that that's the hope. And and I think another thing 
obviously with all the injuries that we had this season, the, the the silver lining or the blessing in disguise to it is that we got a lot of games into some younger players. So yeah, sure. that that'll hopefully translate into a bit more experience on the field in the in the coming seasons and and you know might might just be what what we need uh, to take it to the next level. Well, that and you know in today's age of transfer portal, there's teams that have 22, 26, 28, 30 guys leaving their program. So usually that's probably an indication that something's not going right, right? Whether it be locker room, coaching, whatever, something's not a fit. We didn't have that issue, right? We lost a few starters, but not really any of the big, big, big needs that didn't get met. And with you coming in, uh, again, we we, we fell in love with Tom Hutton over the years, um, especially in, in big games, because you know just the funky spin he puts on the ball there's a very good possibility that the dude on the other end of the field is going to drop it or, or, or ha- mishandle it. Um, and obviously, so with that works very, very well, going to pro kick to find another. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think we're all on board. Do you think that this could potentially end up being something like a pipeline? Because for football, it's massive to have a pipeline, right? For example, Edmond Santa Fe, it's a high school in Edmond, Oklahoma, just like 35 um minutes uh south there and you know they've got several guys they've sent to oklahoma state and and a couple of them have moved on and and done bigger and better things and got some looks in the nfl so that's a high school that you expect the top guy to go to oklahoma state do you think maybe pro kick and and a couple universities are getting close to having that kind of uh connection that every four years they're they're recycling yeah, for sure. Obviously, pro kick's growing as well, and and I think the demand for Australian punters is is growing. Yes, you know you see Adam Corsak just won the Ray Guy, and and <clears throat> I think there was five or six Ray Guy winners before that that um, were Australian as well in the last however many years. So it's it's definitely the demand for it's growing, but um, Oklahoma State have a really good relationship with pro kick and. Um, and I think that's that's due to them, you know, giving Tom Hutton a chance early on, and it's worked out for both parties. Right. Um, so I think when uh, when they came knocking again, they um, Pro Kick wanted to, you know, give them, you know, um, give them the best chance to get another player on the roster. Um, so yeah, luckily enough, it, that's how it's panned out for me and. Uh, Hopefully we can keep the tradition going after I've left as yes. well. Yes. So do you are you coming to Stillwater, Oklahoma by yourself? Do you have some people coming with you? What do you, what do your parents think? Yeah. So my mum, dad, and my girlfriend all came on the visit, and uh, they they're all very excited. They they loved it as well. Um, it was just a you know it was it was a bit of a whirlwind for the two days that we were there because so much happened. Obviously it was homecoming and. Right. Um, it was <clears throat> you sort of didn't have enough time to look at as many things as you wanted to. That's how that's how big and busy the um, campus was, and uh, and so yeah, everyone's really excited. My girlfriend's uh, heading over with me, um, okay, so yeah, so we're we're really excited to start this next chapter. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah. 
So before we, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to keep you too long. I know that the the, the differentiation between time has been something we've kind of had to mess around with. And how dare you need to get sleep? Like how selfish? Yeah. Are you? Well, when you when you, when you messaged me last night, it was like three a.m. and I was like, oh, I could get up and do it, but I'll probably look like <laughs> I was a zombie. And um, but yeah, I just saw it. It's about it's about quarter past eight now in the morning. So, oh, that's sweet. Not bad. See, it's mid-afternoon yeah, here. It's it's, it's perfect yeah, timing. I've got all the time in the world now. So, so do you do you have conversations with with some of the recruits coming into the class, or is it pretty 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 held to to like a, a Tom communication style of thing? Uh, I've not really anyone coming into the class. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know anyone, but I've just sort of friended them on social media over the last right. sort of day or so. Um, so hopefully I'll, I'll reach out to them in the next couple of days and just sort of introduce myself if you like. And, That's awesome. um, because it, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, a um, interesting, uh, period for all of us, I guess, because most of them aren't from Oklahoma. So they're coming into a new environment as well, just like I am. It's just, um, I'm coming from a bit further. Yeah. So where any sort of network we can sort of build before, you know, touching base in campus will be, will be beneficial, um, but there's there's a few players that I met from the special teams while I was over there that have sort of been you know keeping in contact with me and um, um, so yeah and Coach Vote has been really good at you know at sort of um, keeping me informed at everything that's going on and uh, yeah I can't wait to get over there and and sink my teeth into it. And and the objective after your your time at Oklahoma State University, do you want to? obviously pursue the NFL or would you like to go back to Australia and pursue the Mason Cox lifestyle? Um, no, the, the main goal will be to, you know, pursue the NFL and uh, I'm going to do everything in my power um, from then until, you know, the next four years to, to try and make that a reality. Obviously it's a, it's a, you know, a hard thing to do, but yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm very committed and, um, you know, there's one thing you, you should know about me as I'm one of the most competitive people you'll ever meet. So um, I, I can't wait to for that challenge and to try and, um, you know, just get better every day until I can hopefully put my best foot forward for, for NFL. Well, I can tell you, I, I, I feel like I speak fairly well for a lot of O-State Nation in saying that we are very, very excited. And I think that, you got to experience a little bit of it, but the inviting family atmosphere that Stillwater, Oklahoma is, it, it makes a transition like this fairly simplistic, right? Because if you're going from Australia to, let's just say, somewhere that's super chaotic, like uh, Los Angeles or New York, I could only imagine how it just, I don't know, it, it makes things more stressful. And now you've yeah. got a way going back to the school, right? And you also have to weigh the, the football uh, practices every day and the workout routines and nutrition and, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of things that you got to kind of uh, filter through. So being at a place where everybody's just naturally helpful, uh, I think it, I think it will help you flourish as well, brother man. Yeah, no, well, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I, I just, the whole uh, vibe around Stillwater is just, yeah, is something that we're, um, I've, I felt very, very welcome at the time. And so I, I, I hope that that'll uh, continue and, and we'll uh, 
will make the transition for myself and Jordan very, very simple. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I would got to take one more commercial break real quick and then we'll be right back. Cause I do have more questions for you, brother, man. I'm not going to let you off the hook that easy. All right. All right. So again, guys, bet online is something that you should all kind of check out, but while you're doing so, let's also take a moment to maybe do it on sling TV. Sling TV is going to give you the most options when it comes to diagnosing the football side of things and, and really any, any sport you're looking at. There's a lot of competition, but who can say they sling it better than Sling TV? Nobody at the moment, which is why you should probably do your due diligence and go check them out right about after this. All right, Hudson. So one of the, one of the biggest questions I, I think I, I had if you could, now knowing what you know about uh, American football, if there was any other position, like if somebody <clears> said you cannot punt, yeah. you have to do this, what would it be? Uh, well, that's a tough one. Um, obviously, if I was any remotely good at um, passing the ball, I would obviously say quarterback, but I'm – you know, I'd like we don't grow up playing baseball or anything. So throwing, I'm pretty awful at, to be honest. But I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But yeah. um, I'd probably have to say wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I, think, I think that would be the best. You know, best suited to me. Um, being you know like um, catching the balls like a massive part of, of footy over here. Um, right. So. Okay. That would be probably what I would what I would be best, or maybe actually maybe even a safety as well. I'm not too sure. Well, I, I honestly I thought you might lean safety because if you yeah. like hitting and you like aggression and you're super competitive, yeah. it, it seemed to be something that was uh, somewhat up your alley. So, what what was the conversation like with your parents? Like, what, what was the first conversation like? Hey, I want to go to America and go back to school for for years. <laughs> um. Well, initially it was just, uh, I'm going to go do this tryout. I'm not really sure what it's all about, but we'll see how we go. And then, okay. you know, within two days I got offered a spot in the in the uh, Pro Kick Academy. And so I just sort of, I rang mum and dad and I was like, you know, my head was spinning a little bit because I was just like, all of a sudden I had to make a decision between footy and going down the Pro Kick route. And yeah. that's obviously a... Um, you know, a, a big decision to make when I've been, sure. you know, training my whole life to play Aussie rules football. Um, so that was a big decision. But I, I just remember, like, mum and dad sort of just said, you know, why not? Like, you don't want to look back on this and, and think I should have done this or I could have done that. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, they've been a massive support as well, uh, along with Jordan and, and all, all my sort of close network of friends. Um, have been extremely supportive of it all, and um, yeah, it's been it's been a bit of an adjustment um, to sort of go down this path. But um, it's something that obviously um, I'm very very thankful that I made that decision now. That's awesome. So Jordan's obviously uh, the girl who keeps you in line as much as physically possible. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So did, are the women's sports in Australia comparable? Like, there's very few selections, or do they have. Or, uh, so they've got um, 
they've got AFLW, which is um, the Aussie rules for females. That's only sort of the the professional level of it has only sort of just taken off in the last ten years. Okay. Um, but cool. they've yeah they've uh, that that's growing rapidly. But um, do you know? So we have netball. Do you know what netball is? Nope. Uh, so it's like it's kind of like basketball, but there's no backboard and you can't run with the ball. That's played all through the um, the Commonwealth. So. Um, you know, like it's played a lot in England and all that sort of stuff. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and so netball's the main one. So every football club in Australia has an affiliated netball team. That's so, um, so yeah, it's you go down to the to the footy on a Sunday at your local town, and there's the footy and the netball going on at the same time. That's so, cool. um, yeah. So Jordan Jordan plays netball, but she's going to have to uh, grasp something else, I think, because there's no netball <laughs> over there. So. She might have to take up basketball or volleyball or something like that. Well, I was going to say basketball. With having a backboard, I mean, it may, may make it a little easier, right? Yeah. You think? Yeah. It's just it's just the dribbling that she's going to have to get used to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you know, if, if she's got uh, hand-eye coordination, sh- should be fine. Should be yeah, fine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's that's really 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 cool. Now. Is there anything you would like to tell the people of the world um, about your your journey to Oklahoma State, or or you know it, what's what's a, a fun fact we should know about about Hudson Clark? A fun fact. Um, that's a tough one. I, as I said, I'm like extremely competitive to like to the point where I won't let my little brother beat me at something because it'll just keep me up at night. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost an issue. Um, like Jordan and my mates are always like, Oh, do you have to just try and win everything? Can't you just like play a casual game of something? I'm just like, no, I can't because yeah, I only know one way and that's a hundred percent. So um, sometimes it's a, uh, it's a bit of a uh, uh, issue because I can, um, uh, you know, I can take things a bit too seriously, but um, at the most part, it's it's probably the reason I've been able to get to where I am today. Because I, you know, if I'm not if I'm not the best at something, I'll work pretty hard until I until I am. Man, that's I wish I wish we could just bottle that up and and feed it to every football player <laughs> in the United States of America. That that would be nice. On honest to God's yeah. truth, you know, because yeah, I think you're right. I think that the competitive level that you have it allows it allows you to i don't know, perfect your craft right like if you do something and you lose and it doesn't bother you then it probably shouldn't be something you do and yeah. so do you uh do you know what monopoly is right you know what that is that, that that's a worldwide game right yeah, we yeah. can't play monopoly here because everybody's <laughs> too competitive there's only one kid that 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 was just like you know what it's okay everybody else in the family it's just monopoly doesn't work because yeah. we're just too daggone yeah. competitive. Yeah, no, it it would it would work if I was winning, but if it wasn't, I'd just be like, oh. yeah. well, but no, that's, that's that's one of those right. things. You can't have you can't have an eight year old beat you. Come on, man. That's, yeah. Why do you think? Things. Why do you think I decided that we can't play this game anymore? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if and, and it's one of those things. If once you're broke, you're broke and you're out. So. um Oh, Monopoly, I can find either very fun or very frustrating. Yeah, both. Yeah. Frustratingly fun, maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you are heading uh, here uh, around January 10th. Is that still kind of the uh, the idea? Yeah, yeah. So Jan 10th and then I think uh, orientation classes start on the 12th. So, um, yeah, looking forward to getting into the swing of things and, and you know, meeting all the new people and, and hopefully – um, I'm really looking forward to getting in with uh, Coach Glass um, yes. and, uh, and uh, you know, being able to develop um, in every way possible. And I've heard, I've only heard good things and, and the way that he can work with, work with athletes. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to what I can achieve along with, along with him. Yeah, he's a legend. I mean, if you go around campus and you talk to people who, who other than Gundy has kind of, you know, been here this long and accomplished, you know, X amount. It's, it's Rob Glass. There's a reason yeah. he is the only strength coach in the United States of America that gets paid over a million dollars. There's a reason. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He's that good. Yeah, that, right. Yeah. And well, you think about it. well, Oklahoma state has kind of been famous for, for not always getting the big five-star fancy name. Right. We're famous for getting, you know, the, the guy who went to a small school that nobody really knew about. Comes to Oklahoma State, Rob, Glad, Rob Glass gets a hold of him. Now, all of a sudden, he's benching 550, and he can run a 4-5-40, and he goes to the NFL. Like, that legitimately speaking, that's really how we, we've kind of ascended, and that's why Gundy made sure that Glass gets that amount of money because Gundy is very well aware. Without Rob Glass building up, just you know, I don't, I don't want to say average, but – what people view as average players and then making yeah. them great players. Yeah. I'm sure for you, like as a punter that is very competitive, that has a lot of aspirations, uh, that's got to be something that's very, very exciting. Yeah, no, that, yeah, it is, it is very exciting. And just being in that professional environment and being able to, um, you know, use it all to my advantage and to hopefully, um, you know, take, take what I can do to the next level. That that's something that, um, really excites me. I'm not, uh, someone who's, um, as I said, I'm pretty raw with it all. So like it, it'll be a bit of a transition, but, um, I think that I can, you know, take, uh, take long, uh, big strides, uh, hopefully once I, once I am in that environment and I can, and I can sort of, you know, wrap my head around it. Yeah. Make it all make sense. If the more it makes yeah. sense, the easier it's going to become that, that, that's, I think. Yeah. That's just common, common knowledge, right? The more you know about something, the better you're going to be at it. And when you already come with a significant amount of talent, it does make that learning curve probably a little bit smaller. Because just like you said, if everybody in Australia could be an American punter and go play in the NFL, they would. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's just you know, some some people are built different. Some people do things differently. And clearly, you you view things with a lens of work ethic which I think yeah. is, is what's going to make you fit in the best here. Yeah, no, I think that that sort of stemmed from, you know, um, footy over here and, and you know, you put in a lot of, a lot of effort doing pre-seasons and all that sort of stuff over right. here to, to, you know, make yourself the best you can be. And, and, and I think <clears throat> a lot of that will just transition over to, you know, working hard to, to, you know, put yourself in the best position to, take on and and obviously um coming into a team where logan ward um you know 
has been has been very serviceable um, after Tom's gone. I'm I'm not going to just walk in and take the top job straight away. I, right. I want to get in there and work hard and put my best foot forward to to um, to you know give give myself the best chance to to um, you know be that number one punter. But it's it, it's it's just it's just about earning the respect from your teammates as well. You know, I feel yeah. I feel if you go in with the right attitude and, and work hard, I think um, your teammates will will respect you a lot a lot quicker. Well, one hundred percent, right? That when teammates see somebody that's willing to push it to the max, they respect that, right? Because these dudes have run thousands and thousands of stadium stairs, right? They yeah. have. You know, they, they put in the, the, the battles and they just want to make sure that whoever comes in is willing to do the same thing. So I think, again, you're going to fit in very, very well and it's not going to take you any time at all. Yeah, no, well, hopefully. And, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Are you going to yeah, be able to watch the ball game from Australia? Yeah, yeah, I'll be able to watch it. You can sort of – we've got um, – you can stream it through um, – uh, our sort of sporting channels over here. Okay, um, okay. So yeah, they play. They play like in during the season. They only play like the top two or three games from the um, from the weekend. Um, okay. But we've, there's also like streaming sites and all that sort of stuff that we can log into, like ESPN Plus and all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, we can. I'll be able to tune in and I'll, I'll be watching with a keen eye to see see how it all goes with the. You know the likes of um, Mason Cobb and all that not not being out there. It'll be it'll be interesting to see um, how we can sort of fill those gaps before all the the transfers can't play, can they? Or they or they can't. No, they can't play. They can attend, yeah. but they can't play. Yeah. yeah right. So it'll be interesting to see how we sort of um, fill those voids. Uh, bef- you know, without those transfers out there, um, and then I think it'll hopefully we can get a win, and it'll take us with good momentum into next next season. Agree. I agree completely. And you are right. We are. Well, we're missing some pieces. But instead of, and this is the beauty of a bowl game, it can either be the last game of the season, or depending on where you're at, it can be the first game beginning the new slate. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And and I think a lot of us aren't viewing it as the last game of the season, like most bowl games are. I think a lot of people are pretty excited about the future. And what we do have coming, especially with all of the youth. So, yeah, I think by and large, it's more viewed as, as okay, let's see what we have because this is going to be a lot of the dudes we're going to be rolling with. Um, so, if we do, yeah, if we take out – because Wisconsin, Wisconsin's a lot like Oklahoma State, right? They win a lot every single year. They're always they're always a winning program. And, uh, yeah, it, it's a comparable brand. Um, I, obviously, I think Oklahoma State – We I know we've had far more success – but, you know, Wisconsin has been a, a big dog for, for a while now. So, yeah, man, it'll, it'll be a good one. I'm, I'm glad you'll be able to catch it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, hopefully we can sort of uh, take a scalp and, uh, and move into the next season uh, far and away and everyone's itching, itching to start again next season. But um, I'm, sure, I'm sure regardless, you know, with the, the, uh, the fresh – the the fresh uh, group of people coming in, um, and the the ones that are staying are obviously very committed to the program. So right. I don't think motivation will be an issue. No, not at all, not at all, not at all. Well, brother, I greatly appreciate it. I know we've been 
trying to work this out for uh, a little bit here. So I greatly appreciate your time. I know all of us are very, very excited to have you. Um, I think it's it's wonderful that Tom is going to be able to help you kind of learn the ropes uh, in the beginning. I think that's going to be massively beneficial. We all can't wait to, to, to meet Jordan because behind every strong man, there's always a pretty, pretty badass woman, right? That's just a fact yeah. of life. It's a fact yeah. of life. For sure. Yeah, right, she's, she's very so let the fine folks out there know uh, how can how can they follow along with your progression uh, and how could they potentially get a hold of you because in the nil era, right? You are yeah. gonna have some some you're gonna have some interest. I guarantee you that. Right? Just point blank, just because of the, the the backstory and how talented you must be uh, to be able to be in that pro kick scenario. Um, so it is is it imperative that, that sometimes be able people need to be able to get a hold of you so holler at the people yeah so um you can find me on instagram at hudo 10 so h-u-d-o-10 uh and you can find me on twitter at just hudson kark too easy so yeah all righty hudson well i again i greatly appreciate your time thank you very 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 much uh yeah man it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun uh transition over the next few years and the smash mouth aggressive intense class that this is is going to be the catalyst i think for some of the 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 bigger success right we've had a lot of success we've got to take that that next leap and i feel like we've got the dudes to make that happen in the next few years so thank you for being a part of that thank you for your time sir um if you have anything else to say Now's the time because it's time for everybody out there. Say hello to our newest punter from down under, Hudson Carp. Hudson, say goodbye to the people. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, can't wait to see you all and see what we can do over the next few years. So thanks. I love it, brother. I absolutely love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you again, you ask and you shall receive. Tom Hutton did a lot of amazing things for us. And we want to run it back. Logan Ward, you've got your place, sir. But you got to have people constantly pushing, constantly pushing to make you better. And I think we've got that here. So everybody in Cowboy Country, as always, I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And we will do this again here, here in a little bit, actually. we got a lot coming. Later,